I'm Josh Liston from On The Bubble Podcast, an oral history of television fandom, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at gunnageeknetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone. And if you're watching live, the pre-show button shouldn't have been there. It is gone now. And welcome to episode 345 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, January 27th, 2019. We already figured out the show title in the precast. This is or pre-show rather. This is the Angry Cast. And Willie, can you enlighten everyone as to why this is the Angry Cast? Fuck you, trying to make me use me for your amusement. What am I, just some kind of fucking story here for you? I you rest piece of shit. Case. You always yelling at me? Just me yeah, yeah, whatever. But last night, I'm on my fucking way home. Had a great day. A fucking fan-fucking-tastical day. So I'm headed home, and I stopped by a glorious Sheets. You know, I've talked about Sheets before. Sheets is it's pretty fantastic. Pretty fucking fantastic. Uh, they got great food. Which is weird for a gas station. Before Sheets, I would like gas station food. The fuck you talking about? Fuck you. Get that shit out of here. But Sheets, oh my God. They're best fast food fries ever. Yeah, their fries are good. Their tots are pretty good too. Yeah, I'll disagree with you the other night. But I digress. So I go in. I get some soda, some Pepsi, because it's better than Coke. Fuck you, fight me. I agree with you. I I also, thank you, born in the Carolinas. And then I get some of this, oh my god, this monster, this Frappuccino pretty much copycat is so fucking good. They make it good. If you're going to be a copycat, be delicious. And then I go up and I get, I say, please, sir, may I also get a pack of cigarettes if you don't mind. And he puts it on, he puts it down with all the other stuff and he says, do you need a bag? I said, yes, let me just go ahead and pay with this card if you need to press anything because I'm using a card. Go ahead. I put my thing in press the buttons and he games out saying fully paid i grabbed my bag said have a nice time i said you keep it warm and i grab my bag and i walk on my ass out i get home uh, a little preview for what uh, i'm into i play a little bit of anthem with bachman last night enjoyable and then i smoked the rest of my pack of cigarettes i already had open and then after that i was like let me just uh okay i can use another cigarette where's my where, where's my pack? Okay, it's not here. Let me check the bag from Sheets. It's right here. There's no pack of cigarettes in here. The, the fuck? Where are my cigarettes? So now I don't have fucking cigarettes. Sheets fucked up. Cause fuck Sheets. So Willie, would it be safe to say you're having a nick fit, for lack of a better term? I guess so. Uh, I would say. I guess what fucking happened is when he bagged everything up, he didn't bag everything up. Well, I mean. Let me let me try and play devil's advocate here. Do you really want to put a pack of smokes in with two cold drinks that are sweating? I don't yes. know if that makes a difference to cigarettes or not. I don't smoke. It's wrapped in plastic. Okay. Uh, Willie, I don't smoke. I don't know these things. I was deferring to your expert knowledge here. Well, maybe you should start. Well, what kind of smokes did you lose? Is it, Why is this sad? Was this like camel Turkish royalties? What the fuck? No, your clothes is camel menthols. That's all it is. Menthol. Camel menthols. Yeah. When did you turn into a 16-year-old girl? <laughs> <laughs> to tell you the truth those are the first kind of well kind of the first, you remember when the first camel crushes came out no the i don't very first, it was about uh he wasn't years a smoker ago, a over 10 years and ago i remember that dumbass marketing ploy and that was the first cigarette i ever smoked in my life and that's when what i smoked it and of course they had been Wait, changing the camel and, crushes and was, how old were you at that time 21 22 23 around there no better you dumbass old enough to know better you dumbass i don't fucking care it's my goddamn life i'm gonna smoke you think i want to fucking live forever fuck that i'm gonna die young and leave an ugly fucking corpse because i smoked it all away (laughs) you think i care i know the risk involved i don't give a fuck (laughs) well um you heard it here first folks willie does not give a crap apparently not use my fucking Chris, verbatim, man. Learn language. Excuse Learn me. Willie does not give a fuck. Is that better, Thank Willie? You. Is that better? Did I did I appropriately get things said for you? You're still a fuckhead, but I appreciate you. So what I'm hearing here is if you're listening to us, 
in the North Carolina area, and you can get a pack of smokes and bring them to Willie Nelson. He would greatly appreciate that right now. Well, I'm going to get some after the podcast, but I can't just leave the podcast right now to go get some. Now, can I? No, I guess you can't. I'm sorry, Willie, that you're that you're out of smokes. Wait, my legs aren't chained down. I can go get some right now, so fuck y'all. You can just plug your I'll microphone you, into your cell phone and go, and just talk to us the go. whole way. Give us running commentary. If you want to go, go. He's thinking about it, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. He's thinking about it right now. How far away is the nearest gas station for you, Willie? Uh, less than five minutes. Then I gotta put pants on. That's gonna add two more <laughs> minutes to the whole travel time. Dude, you got sweatpants, right? That takes like thirty seconds or less to grab and put on. No, I ain't got no sweatpants, man. Why not? Do I man? look like Joe that, Trash? That, that's like a fat man's easy clothes on the weekend, and I know that because I'm a fat man who sits around on a weekend. And of course, I'm kidding about the trailer trash thing. <laughs> I, I I do have like I guess pajama pants would be the closest thing I got because I haven't had sweat. Oh, I think, that's do acceptable. I have a pair of sweatpants? I think I do. I'm not 100% sure. Well, but you know, I'm sure this is boring, people. I mean, Draftsman does want to point out that he has met Willie and had breakfast with him, has seen Willie come to the mm-hmm. south side of Chicago and drink leaded water. The man truly does not care. I'll give a fuck. I'll go to Flint, Michigan and drink all I fucking want. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Don't tell me how to live my life, Chris. It's a suggestion. I mean, I don't think lead poisoning would be a great way to go. I don't care. I mean, that, that, that's fair. You, you don't have to care. But so. Yeah. Uh, other than Willie not getting cigarettes, how you guys doing? Tired. We stayed up too late playing Anthem and Dead by Daylight. Yeah, I kept Bachman <laughs> up all night last night. Yeah, he did. All yeah, he night did. long. All night. You're welcome. I hope it was good for the both of you. I really do. Well, we'll probably get into that later on. More Angry Cast coming up. Preview more, for you. More Angry Cast coming up after this quick commercial break. My name is Chris. I'm just kidding. We're not doing a commercial break. I was going to start. I was actually going to be happy. I could turn off my (laughs) mic and shit. God damn it. (laughs) Do you want me to go cut back to commercial, Willie? No, it's ruined now. It's ruined. Cool. Sorry. Is that what that's from? That's still from. I think it's a Stewie Griffin kind of thing, but I'm not sure where they were talking about cool whip versus whip and then ruin versus ruin. I don't. I guess it's subconsciously. I don't remember that. I'm just. Theorizing, I can't 100. Whatever. That up. What, what are you kicking into, Chris? What am I kicking into? I guess I'm gonna go straight into the news now. Fair fucking enough. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the News of the Week portion of the show. This is where we run down, in our minds, some of the most interesting geeky and or nerdy news to have dropped in the past week, and then we share it with you. Now, I'm not sure if Willie's going to be prepared for this, because he's kind of angry right now, so we're going to let him simmer. We're going to let his rage cool down a little bit. Willie, I'm not going to let you go first, okay? Unless you want to, because you're angry. I'm going to let you do what you want. No, I ain't got no news. To tell you the truth, I was going to use your news, and I was like, oh, he's got it. So I was, I'm going to look for other news, and I forgot to look for other news. Because I'm a fuckhead, and I'm still angry, goddammit. So, Willie, if you want to take my news, I will find another news. How no. does that sound? No! <laughs> no! We got shit to do after the show, so let's skip my news. So, Anthony, why don't you kick us off, because Willie's really mad. Okay, me first? Yeah, you're first. <laughs> All right, I have much of the casting news. Um... Uh, the first one I found out about uh, just the other day was a really cool idea. Um, we all know uh, Netflix bought the uh, Miller World Comics. So yes. all the stuff that Mark Miller did, except for Kick-Ass and Hit-Girl, because those are already under contract for Universal. But uh, the rest of all of his comics are up for uh, TV shows, series, whatever that Netflix wants to do with them. And the first casting news has come out that they're going to get Josh Dumel and Elena Campores in talks to lead Netflix's Jupiter's Legacy. Jupiter's Legacy is a fantastic comic that's basically about the second generation of superheroes in a world where you had a Superman-type character who looks like um, Jupiter's going to be, or Sheldon Sampson, the Utopian, is going to be played by Josh Dumel, which is really cool casting. And then like they were all like the, the Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman generation, and then the comic focuses on the kids of those superheroes, so you get all these characters that have two superheroes for parents, so their their power scale is just off the charts, but none of them really give a shit about being superheroes. They like they want to go, you know, do drugs and party and have fun and not have any responsibility. 
and apparently um the Elena Comporis is in talks to play uh Samson's daughter. Wait, what was her name? Chloe Sampson. So yeah, the, one of the second generation who inherited powers from their parents. So yeah, it's if you've read the comic, it's a crazy spin on just the classic golden age heroes having kids and then following up what those kids would act like if you were born into privilege and money and had superpowers on top of all of it. So basically nobody could tell you to do anything because you could just knock them literally to the fucking moon if you felt like it. And yeah, it, it looks like this could be another really good one. And honestly, from what I'm hearing, almost everything under Mark Miller's name is in development at Netflix. There's going to be some good stuff coming. Uh, and then, question. What? Do they also have Wanted 2? Was that part of it as well? Uh, Well, Wanted was already done as a movie, so I don't think he's looking at redoing it, which he should because I would like an actual good version of yeah, Wanted. Yeah, they haven't done Wanted. That, yeah. that, that movie was not Wanted the yeah. comic at all. That movie was Assassins with no superpowers, and it they just called it Wanted. I mean, it was a good movie, not going to lie, but it, it was, was no an Wanted. O- it was an okay movie, but by comparison to the comic, which was stellar, it was complete shit. But yeah, as far I'll as I know... That one's not on the list because it was already made, so Miller wasn't worried about making it again. Uh, the other one that came out this week, um, a lot of people had, had basically stopped hearing about it, but Amazon did do an order of eight episodes for the first Invincible cartoon series that'll be on Amazon Prime Video. And there's finally been some casting news where we have a list of people for uh, the voices. It looks like uh, Kirkman brought a couple of his friends over with him from The Walking Dead as two of the names on the list are Stephen Young and Carrie Payton. So Glenn and King Ezekiel are apparently going to be voices on Invincible. And then the rest of the list included Zazie Beats from Deadpool, Clancy Brown, who the original cartoon Lex Luthor, fucking the Kurrigan from Highlander, one of the best voices in the fucking game. I don't care which villain he's playing, just as long as it's one. Of, it's either Contrast, Conquest or Thrag. It's got to be one of those two. It'll be great if it's Conquest because he's such a badass uh, voice talent. They'll be great for that role. But if he gets to get play Thrag all through the series, that would be even better because Clancy Brown's awesome and he's great at being the villain. Um, people might also recognize him. He was the uh, general in the new Punisher series and the dad in Pet Cemetery 2. <laughs> hmm. yeah, most people know him as the Kurrigan from the original Highlander. He was the original bad guy from the first Highlander film. I mostly know him as Lex Luthor in the Superman yeah, and for his voice, most people know him as the original Lex Luthor in the animated Superman cartoon uh, from the 90s. And then uh, the list also included Zachary Quinto from uh, Heroes and Star Trek, Jason Manzoukas from The League, Jillian Jacobs from um, Community, and then um, what is this Andrew Reynolds and Chris Diamatopoulos, which I know I know that name, but I can't remember what I know him from. Uh, this cast is what you get when you have the highest-rated show in cable television history when you write a story about zombies, then you turn around and write a comic book about superheroes and say, hey, does anybody want to do the cartoon for this? This is the cast you get. So yeah, when Robert Kirkman asked for voice talent, this is what he gets. So um, fuck it, yeah. The, or still, there's no like lockdown set date of when this cartoon's coming out or what the first season is going to be, if it's going to be the first trade, if it's going to be the first hardcover condensed down into eight hours. There's like basically no other details, but at least we do know that they got a very seriously talented voice cast coming on board. So this does not look like it's going to be something that Amazon is going on the cheap on, because especially, I mean, two people coming off The Walking Dead, I have to figure that their contract for going on to another show is not cheap right now. Fucking uh, Glenn made some serious cash, I'm betting, by the time he renegotiated for like the seventh time on that show. But yeah, I- I'm excited for this one. And yeah, this might be the bloodiest cartoon in history if they make Invincible anything like the comic. It'll be awesome. <laughs> it's it's eight episodes so far. So far, it's an eight episode order from Amazon. So we know it's going to be animated. We know it's going to be on Amazon. And at this point, other than the names that they just listed, that's all we know. Interesting. Eh, I'll check it out. I have Amazon Prime Video, so easy enough way to to view it. There you go. Will, are you going to check this out? I don't know what he's doing. He's just staring at me. Hence the awkward I'm, silence. I'm staring sternly. Sternly, huh? So. Th- that staring That's stern. A fucking yes, Chris. God damn it. I love Nick Fit Willie. Yeah, I threw that glass bottle. Safely, of course. But <laughs> I was gonna fuck say, it. What did you throw it at? The floor. And did it shatter? No, I threw it safely, son of a bitch. You think I want to walk on glass? I don't know what you want right now. You're so angry. I want cigarettes. <laughs> so, Willie, if you want, you can have my news story. I can find another one. I'm off. I don't even fucking remember what it was. About 
Nintendo and Metroid Prime. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I don't remember what it was. All right, Willie, so I will take this news story, and you can feel free to chime in. How about that? <laughs> does, Where's my fucking bell at? I'll chime in off. Does that, work, does that work for you? Oh my goddamn bell! Bell Bunny! He's so angry. I love it. So, guys, uh, Metroid Prime 4 is one of the games I've been excited about for a while to be coming to the Switch. We got a teaser about it like two years ago, and literally all it was was just like a video that said Metroid Prime 4 on it. Everyone was geeking out because, hey, if you've played the Metroid Prime games on the Wii, and I think there was one on the Wii U also, they were a lot of fun. Changed Metroid over to being a first-person shooter kind of game, but still kept a lot of the Metroid elements in place. As someone who hasn't played many of those games, or GameCube and Wii, I guess it was. But regardless, as someone who hasn't had a chance to play them lately, I was really excited to get a fourth Metroid Prime game, and we knew it was going to take a while. Well, Nintendo gave a development update on Metroid Prime 4, and uh, what, what's the update? Well, they're delaying it because they're rebooting the project and shifting the development to a completely different studio. The original develop Sorry? Because they fucked. Evidently, that is what happened. It's going to Retro Studios now, who is the original developer of Metroid Prime. This one, came, two, and three, I believe. And one, two, and three. They did all three. Uh, Shinya Takahashi is a senior managing executive officer at Nintendo, and he gave the update on YouTube saying, quote, the current development progress has not reached the standards we seek in a sequel to the Metroid Prime series. Nintendo always strives for the highest quality in our games, and in the development phase, we challenge ourselves and confront whether the game is living up to that quality on a daily basis. Basically, according to him, Metroid Prime was not living up to that standard. So what have they done? They have literally pulled the plug on all of the work the old team did and given it over to Retro Studios. So what does this mean? We're talking years until the game comes out. And you would normally think, boy... Chris and a lot of those Metroid fanboys, they must be really pissed off. I'm not. I think this is a good thing. I think this is smart by Nintendo because if you put out a crappy Metroid Prime game, you're just going to get dogged about it forever. And let's be honest, what is Nintendo well known for? Games featuring their characters or Nintendo base or games made by Nintendo or featuring their characters are always pretty good. You don't want to ruin that. So yeah, cancel the game, get it out in a good state, and maybe this is a trend the rest of the industry will pick up no they won't we all know they won't. But, <laughs> no yeah the the folks over at bethesda for fallout 76 are like why are they doing this this makes no sense yeah it makes <laughs> why, wouldn't sense. Just, why wouldn't you just put out the crap version and charge people for it i i like what's going on here while i'm disappointed that the game isn't coming i'm optimistic over the fact that nintendo looked at it and said this isn't right we're not putting that out and they completely course corrected this is good in my books. So my question for you guys, are you upset by this delay? And is this a good or a bad move by Nintendo? It's a great fucking deal. At least from what I heard, made me fucking angry from a friend of mine. I have no idea where he got this information from. He didn't tell me a source. He just, we were just bullshitting, talking back and forth. So I don't know where this information came from. I don't even know if it's true. It's just what I heard. He was saying that the next Metro was going to be an on-rail shooter. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. I fucking hate it. So if that's true, I'm glad they fucking canceled it. Give it the Retro Studios. Bring it home to America. USA. USA. <laughs> Can we just mute him? No, this is fun. You call it fun. That's not Retro the word I would Studios. use. Retro Studios. USA. We did the best Metroid game arguably at least 3d yeah <laughs> yo you you gonna argue with metroid other m fuck you we did it better i just love in the chat room calm down vince mcmahon <laughs> i'm sorry it's hard to hear the chat uh, with that dick in their mouth i'm sorry that was that, a little mean that was mean that was mean be nice to our that chat was room. a bit mean I'm we like sorry. our chat room we'll i apologize regret right it the angers for them is still there but the word usage was a little bit rough I apologize. I made a mistake. So we before, before we ask Anthony how he feels about this development, Sailor Poland's in the chat room and says, I'm not that upset. Then again, I thought three was the end of the story. So it's not like four is the conclusion I've been waiting for. Fair point. So Anthony, how do you feel about Nintendo delaying this slash starting all over again? Pulling a game instead of putting out a bad version is always a better idea. But honestly, I haven't cared about Metroid since Metroid. Wow. What about Super Metroid? Eh. Which was it arguably was, better than Metroid. It was. It was no Metroid. Thousand percent. That, that's not arguable. It's fact. Yeah, it was like it was like it was Metroid, but a thousand times better. I like, was seriously. Just... Played the original Metroid. The original Metroid was great. 
I don't need. Oh, I'm not. Else. We're not arguing that. That that is fact. But we're saying Super Metroid took everything of Met. Oh, and his internet just dropped. Metroid. Oh, that's so much better. <laughs> that's all I did. <laughs> but uh, if I, uh, uh, the, the, I think to uh, not not correct you, but to uh, specific specify, Metroid Prime came out for the GameCube. Metroid Prime Two. Echoes? Was there any more words to that? I don't think so. Came out for the GameCube as well. Metroid Prime 3. I don't think they had any fucking subtitles. Came out for the Wii. And then they also did a whole trilogy for the Wii as well. I don't think they came out with anything for the uh, Wii U. Um, like I said, fuck Other M or whatever the fuck it was called. I can't remember. It was stupid as hell. Fuck you, Team Ninja. Go back to having titties bouncing all around. Wait, is, that, wait, is that the dead by uh, the uh, the dead? The Dead, Dead or Alive, Alive Beach Volleyball. That's Team Ninja, right? I don't remember. That was Team Ninja. What was that guy? What was that fucking dude who's like having like a messed up face? And he's always wearing leather jacket. He does the 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 the, the beach volleyball games and all that. And the, and the Dead or Alive. I don't fucking remember. He's fucking weird. D- Dead or Alive is right, weird. So Sailor Poland has clarified in the chat room. Dead or Alive is Team Ninja. So you are correct. Yeah, so they fucked that up. They gave fucking Samus fucking bouncy-ass titties in the armor for some fucking reason because you've seen that shit on that fucking games. They just don't have gravity, apparently. I actually have never played the game nor seen much of it because, yeah, I haven't. Chris. Yes. You're my age. I am your age. You had an original Xbox. I did have an original Xbox. In its prime. Yes. And you're telling me... You never had Extreme Beach Volleyball. Oh, yeah, I had the Extreme Beach Volleyball. I thought you meant the actual Dead or Alive fighting games. I apologize. Well, they're the, it's made by the same fucking people. Yeah, like, but you you're not fighting Is this I'm volleyball. talking about? Kind of. You're fighting with a ball. Yeah, yeah, but Beach Volleyball, remember, they knew exactly what they were making there because they're in the settings. There was a jiggle setting. You could turn it up all the way or down all the way. It was ridiculous. Nobody ever turned it down. Nobody ever turned it down. <laughs> Wait, there was a feature to turn it down? Yes, there was a... It no, was there wasn't because no one ever did it. Willie, it was already set like default midway. You could turn the jiggle up in that game if you wanted. Did you I not like know this? this? Jiggle, God damn it! What kind of original Xbox perv were you if you didn't know this? Jeez. I didn't have an Xbox in its prime. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't have the Xbox One in its prime. Because it's the first Xbox, so it's the Xbox One. Fuck you, Microsoft, and your fucking name and stupid bullshit. Evidently, you at least agree with me. Evidently, they also had the jiggle factor for the DOA fighters, according to Sailor Poland. Yeah, it was from the games. Yeah, the fighting games. Oh, yeah, trust me, I knew that, too. I, no, I knew that. And so, so, seriously, if anyone lives in the North Carolina area close to Willie and has cigarettes, please feel free to take them to him. Camel menthols are bust, bitches. Because Willie's a 16-year-old girl. Apparently. Yeah, I opened up my fucking mouth just to tease all you motherfuckers who were like oh no you molas fuck you uh, for those of you on audio he used his back teeth to twist off the cap of his pepsi well my front molars so it's not not you don't have i'm not shoving molars. the damn thing down my throat you don't have front molars the molars are in the back of your mouth they're technically on the side right here they're not the back ones the one inside like the front side like right past it really i don't fucking know what they're called. i'm not placement. a dentist i'm not a goddamn dentist <sighs> oh boy oh boy what did i do I don't know, but you should stop it. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> you uh, see that? He's blaming you, Chris. <laughs> whatever. I can live with it. You sure, you sure you got no news for us, Willie? There's nothing else going on that you want to talk about that's been happening in the world of geek. My anger is blinding me right now. I want you to know that. Are you going to be able to survive it? If I go out in a rage of fury, you will know and you will feel it from where you are. So, there will be a sudden, a sudden darkening of the sky all across the world. Even on the other side of the planet where it is already dark, it will get even fucking darker. So are you going to start singing Linkin Park now? That's what the chat room wants to know. <laughs> are you tempting me to sing? <laughs> no, no I, will, I will do it. Fuck copyrights. I will do it all day long. I'm sure he will. So that I've rap- gone this far and nothing else matters. We know. so that does wrap up our news of the week part of the show we had two good stories for you now something else interesting that came out this week it's in the world of gaming uh willie do you play the kingdom hearts games did you play one and two or whatever the other ones were i did not play any of them as they came out i did get kingdom hearts one either half a year or a year or a year and a half later after it got released 
and that was the only one I played up until about last year. Then I got the 2.5 or 2.8. I can't remember whatever they re-released on the PS4. So I played, I have no idea how much of Kingdom Hearts 2 I got through. And I also played that bullshit one that came out for the uh, originally for the Game Boy Advance, and they re-released it for the PS2, and that was part of the bundle. And that thing, that, fucking stupid. The card battling while you're actually battling is stupid as hell. So yeah, I played a bit of it. The story's fucked. That's what you're trying to get so at. So did you get Kingdom Hearts 3? Because it did come out this week after, what, a 17-year... Did it already get released? Yeah, did it's that out get released this week. Friday? Mm-hmm. So it is released. It's already out. It is out, is my understanding. No, I don't know. I don't, yep. I'm, probably, I'm not. I'm not that interested in it. It looks cool. Uh, I do want to go to Toy Story World. That looks fun as fuck and looks great as fuck. Uh, yeah, but I just, I'm not. I'm not a day one buyer of that. Is toy is uh not Toy Story? Is Kingdom Hearts three on your list of things to pick up at some point in time? Say what? Is it on your list of games to pick up at some point in time? Will you be getting Kingdom Hearts three? <sighs> possibly but uh if anything um i would have to see after another game i might have to get i maybe uh if anthem turns out to be good which is still up in the air from what i've played i'm glad you mentioned anthem can you give us some initial thoughts from playing the vip test this weekend I will give my second opinion after Bachman because he is much more invested in it, and I don't want to steal the spotlight from him with Anthem. All right, so how about the both of you give us some details on having had a chance to play Anthem this past weekend. For those that weren't aware, they are doing like their VIP beta test this week. They gave away some codes. Things were rocky, it looked like, from watching on Twitter, (laughs) where folks were unable to access the servers and things like that. But I know that Anthony and Willie both had a chance to play Anthem on PS4. So, guys, fill us in. How did you enjoy the VIP beta? Uh, for starters, I enjoyed it, but the first thing I get to correct is it's not a beta. It is not part of the live game. It is not what is going to be in the live game. It is a VIP demo that's a build they stopped working on over three weeks ago. Okay. And so most of the problems involved in it should not show up at launch. Which and more is likely, the- it's also a yeah. strength test. Yeah, which is also one of the problems because they were apparently focusing a little too much on launch and didn't quite get the demo ready to deal with the exact number of people that pre-ordered, which they should fucking know. How? (laughs) How do you fuck up that bad? How do you not think people are going to be doing this and people are going to complain? How are you fucking... The answer is EA. That's the answer. Yeah, the shoved down my throat. EA. The upside, of Bio- the upside of Bioware did not beat the downside of EA this time with the two got together to make Anthem. Um, so what happened was a lot of people starting in the UK when it went live on Friday morning just couldn't log in at all. Um, EA accounts that were or were not connected to Xbox or PSN accounts had trouble redeeming their codes if they didn't buy it through the store on their system. Um, people were hitting, if you got in once the servers weren't full, because first servers were just full, so... Apparently, they just didn't have enough server space for the number of people that they knew pre-ordered it, which just is fucking stupid as a company. You know how many people pre-ordered it. If you assume that all of them are going to use all three of their friend keys, you multiply the number of pre-orders by three, and that should be the minimum amount of space you have available on your servers when you go live. And instead, they did like 20% of it probably and waited to put more server space to allocate it after it went shit. There was... A infinite loading screen where there's a huge problem where when it hits 95% loading, you have to close the app, relaunch it, and then go back in. And that usually allows you to go to the expedition or free play wherever you're heading. Um, people were having trouble not getting their javelin at level 12. Um, you start out with the ranger at level 10 because, like I said, it is a demo. It's not beta. You don't start at level 1. You don't start in a tutorial. They literally drop you in the middle of Tarsus. With half the storylines already going, but you're limited to only working on one storyline for the demo, and you already have a level 10 ranger javelin waiting for you, you just have to hop in and go play it. When it works, so despite all these issues, when we actually got to play and got into the game, and first I was playing by myself because the friend codes also weren't showing up. So I got to play Friday, and I put in about four hours. And by the time I was done with that, I'd finished the storyline in the demo, I'd read the Stronghold, which is basically the dungeon run once, and I had gotten my second and had worked up towards almost having my second Javelin, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. The game's fun as hell to play once you actually get to play it. 
it's the getting to play it right now is the problem because they didn't stress test the demo strong enough before they put it out to the public. The upside of that is that the real stress test will be next weekend because everybody in the VIP demo from this weekend that pre-ordered all of their friends and everybody else gets to play next weekend on February 1st, the demo stops being VIP and it becomes a three day weekend where anybody anywhere can play Anthem on PC, uh, PS4 or Xbox. All you have to do is download just the, the demo game, which is a 25 gig file, but they're letting everybody play it. So I'm assuming next Friday there will probably be server crashes again, but hopefully they'll have a better handle on it this time. Um, they did get a lot of the stuff fixed by Saturday morning. Uh, Saturday afternoon, yesterday, there was a server shutdown that there actually was a warning message. Um, we kept getting random kicks and random drops when the four of us to try to load into a mission because eventually we had me, Willie, my buddy Maya, and my friend Valin. All four of us were on a squad. Um, we figured out one of the problems was that once we made our squad private going into missions, it made it to where we all four of us tended to load better and all together instead of one dropping. It was better. It wasn't great, but it was better. Because, of course, there's the option of loading publicly or private. If there's three of you on a team and you load publicly, it loads in a fourth person for you. All the maps, basically every map, every mission, every um, instance that you go into the game is designed to have four players on it at a time. And so they try to keep those four filled. So you could. we were running three private for a while where it was just three of us running a map, just me, Valin, and Maya. And that seemed to be fine. Once we had four people across different time zones, that really seemed to lag the system down. But then when we took when we changed our squad from public to private going into missions, it seemed to help a little bit. But all in all, when you actually get to play, it's the not getting to play part is aggravating as fuck. When you get to play, playing the Rangers fun as hell. It's basically like being Iron Man. You get a fly, you got a fucking missile on your wrist, you got machine guns. The the ultimate ability is basically popping up like a McCree's uh, uh, high noon on Overwatch where you target lock on everybody on the screen and then launch missiles out of your shoulders and they fly at them and blow the shit out of them. When you actually get to play, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Playing as the Storm, which is like the glass cannon mech, uh, you float around and hover most of the time. You can hover as long as you have shield and that character has more shielding but less health. And then you get to do lightning strikes and elemental blasts, so getting to freeze people and then drop a lightning bolt on them. And, you know, the effects on it are gorgeous. My buddy Maya said as soon as he turned on his TV, it gave him the warning of, you know, this game is in HD 4K. And he said it's just gorgeous. He has a brand new television that he bought, I think, last month. Like, it's brand spanking new. And he said it's the prettiest thing he's seen on his television since he bought it. So the the visuals are there. The game is gorgeous. Right now, the problem is interfaces, server issues, and actually getting to be on. Once you're on and playing... It's fucking fan as hell. Well, well, the keep playing is the problem because I, uh, yeah. I think I got kicked literally, no joke, ten times at the very least. I had to restart the game. Probably about that. And uh, yeah, the first time I popped into a mission with you, do you remember what happened? Because I yeah. remember what happened. Yes, and we have photographic evidence, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. So it took me about three, four, or five minutes. I can't remember of actually getting to move correctly without lag or like it felt like i was skating because i would just like run in place and all of a sudden here i go yeah willie was rubber banding like crazy what he was seeing on his screen was not what the three of us were seeing on our screens which was the other weird problem yeah and he uh, went to appearance yeah you went to appearance and you changed your whole mech to what like silver and metal right yeah i was pretty much uh, a war machine that's what we all saw on our screens. We saw a ranger done in all layers of metallic surfaces, no paint, all metal, looked really cool. What Willie saw on his screen was not what we saw. <laughs> what I saw was I had no head. And apparently the the hole where the neck was, I could see straight through my back to like the ground behind, you know, underneath, you know, like wherever it was behind there. Yeah, it wasn't even, through. there wasn't just a head that didn't render. There was no pilot inside either. You could see through his suit. And the suit was the default ranger that you have when you first log into the game. Yeah, so none of my changes. <laughs> and also, my HUD was also fucked because I didn't have, yeah. in my top left corner, I had no armor or uh, health. Yeah, he didn't have his shield or his health, so we went into a mission to fight, and he had no idea how much he'd been hit, which is yep. really hard on a game where you have to you know, judge your ability to keep fighting by how much damage you've taken. So yeah, I saw maybe half... <laughs> 
So I saw like half a second of my screen going gray when you're in really damaged mode. When you're about and, to die. And then all of a sudden to go, blup, you're dead. Or you're just down. Or you, had, you, need, you need to get revived. So the question the chat room had, which I think is a very good one, specifically Sailor Poland, you're not mentioning the biggest concern. What kind of microtransactions will this have? Does it look like there's a place where microtransactions vanity. are going to fit in? It looks All like vanity. vanity. Yep. Uh, what, uh, that, that, that's, that's just speculation for me. I don't know. They could have where you just get random weapons. I don't know. This game fucking looks like uh, looks and plays like Destiny, but with flying mechanics. And those flying mechanics need to get better. I want to fly longer. If I'm just flying through the air, like, like well, I understand hovering. Fly that through a that. That stuff's in the game. We just haven't got to it yet. I got one component armor piece that was a heat sink that gives you 10% extra cooldown on your suit. So the game is designed to where you fly, but it's designed to where you overheat so you can't just fly across the planet. And so you basically get like 30 to 40 seconds of flight time depending on which direction you're heading and whether or not you like can fly through a waterfall on the way. So it's really about flight management instead of just being able to like hop in an Iron Man suit and just fly. So that part is kind of annoying, but yeah, we don't want designed, to have so much fun. You know, it's designed to where they will have you will have the ability to increase as your pilot level goes up. You open component slots in your armor, and each of those, I think it's six component slots by the time you get level thirty. If you wanted, you could put a heat sink in all of them, and I'm guessing you'd probably be able to fly for like four to five minutes straight. But it's something where you're not getting in the demo because it's brand new from. All the pre, uh, all the like actual video reviewers, video game reviewers that have had access to the the actual like beta test of the game. Every article I've seen, all the people on Twitch, all the YouTube videos, which I've watched a fucking ton on Anthem, they have said that none of the stuff that's available to buy in the game is anything other than vanity, and all vanity items are available to unlock and find in the game. So everything that you can buy. Is supposed to be items that you can get for going through dungeons, completing missions, completing challenges, whatever. And but all the like weapon drops, all of that stuff is randomized, and you can craft, but you can't buy like crafted items. There's no store in the game to buy weaponry. There's no way to buy another javelin. It's all stuff that has to be earned in game. So if they stick to what they're saying right now, as far as everybody knows, according to Anthem, there will be no uh, pay to win. Everything that you can buy, you can. There will be money you can spend on different, you know, vinyls, different uh, armor pieces to change the look of your suit. But those armor pieces will not change the stats of your suit. So you'll be able to buy all sorts of stuff, but it's only going to change the way you look when you're playing. It's not going to change how you play. All right, Angry really is about to come back in here for a second. I heard a <laughs> rant like this before. I have heard a rant like this before. Who remembers For Honor? Sure. They said you can unlock everything in game. Uh, you know, you don't have to buy any of these boxes or whatever the DLC. I mean, well, wait, 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 wait. Was that was that the one where it was like samurai versus Vikings versus Roman yeah, soldiers? Yeah, Is yeah, that yeah. one? Okay. But do you remember how many hours you would have to play to unlock all the things that you could unlock in there? Do you, Chris? Do you remember how many they said? I have no clue. I don't remember. Somebody did the math, like f- over five hundred, maybe a thousand. I can't remember. Somewhere around there. It's very similar to what it was with Star Wars Battlefront Two before. The I was also going to mention that. I apologize. No, you're you're good. No, you did a fucking fantastic job. But still, fuck you. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I heard a rant like this before, and I'm not trusting EA and their bullshittery. You should read between the lines of that. You know they're going to fuck you over some one way or another. Oh, yeah. Sailor Point put it as 40 hours to unlock Darth Vader in Battlefront 2 and another 40 for Luke. Yeah. If it ends up being stuff like that where, like, it's 40 hours to unlock a certain helmet for the Ranger, honestly, I'm just not going to care because I, I spent my birthday money to pre-order this game. I'm playing Anthem when it comes out. Like, that's a given. If it ends up being microtransactions are fucking crazy and the unlocks are hard as fuck to get, eh, I've never really been one for cosmetics anyways. And honestly, being able to change there there's six pieces of like material on your mech on every mech that you load. So whether it's the Colossus, the Storm, the Ranger, or the Interceptor, you have six different layers of material. Each one of those layers you can change the material from cloth to rubber to plastic to metal. And then after you choose which type of material it is, you can then go in and change the paint scheme or the type of metal it is and then choose whether it's aged, get all of that done, and then choose if your entire mech looks worn, damaged, or dirty. I I don't need 
pieces that I'll have to buy because I'm having to, I, I could go spend 10 hours right now just making mechs look different, and I've only unlocked two of them. And yeah, it's just, I'm not worried about it, but I can see why some people might be because, yeah, it is EA and there will be microtransactions. But from everything I'm seeing so far, you don't need them and they won't help you win the game. So to me, this looks like it's EA's version of Destiny, which means exactly. you're going to have expansion packs and stuff over time and a lot of raids raids in game to unlock cool stuff and things like that. So it could be interesting. The yeah. thing that has me the most interested in it, other than the fact it's Bioware, because I'm a Bioware fanboy, although I'm still butthurt over Mass Effect Andromeda being as bad as it was. You have a bias for Bioware. Ah. Well, and fr- from what I'm seeing, you only get one little tiny storyline in the demo. But what little bit of Mass Effect I played, this it has kind of the feel of that. Where the the one short storyline is a cool little story that you go through. Yeah. Where you something very strange happens to a character, and then you try to help them out, and it makes a it makes an actual difference in the world you're living in. Go ahead and Here's ask biggest... me how I cared about that storyline. Go ahead and ask me. How much did you no, care about that storyline? <laughs> he didn't at all. Because yeah. it's stupid. So so all my biggest works. concern when it comes to this game is I tend to not like these massive online games like this. I never quite get into them. And really why I love the Bioware games of the past, be it Jade Empire, Mass Effect 1 through 3, uh, KOTOR, stuff like that, is the awesome story it tells and the relationships you build up with the characters around you and learning about their backstory and stuff like that. And I'm not sure that the way this game is structured you get that same kind of narrative so that that's one of my concerns but uh, one of the things that helps soothe that concern at least distract me is supposedly you can uh, make your armor look like n7 armor and i'm totally on board with that the n7 n7 vinyl does exist um honestly i would say next weekend try it out go through the storyline missions you can do them by yourself solo it's four missions in a row that's going through that storyline will tell you whether or not it's enough like Mass Effect, I think, for you to know whether or not you like the game. And even though it is a massive online one, like I said, when you're in Fort Tarsus, you're by yourself. You don't even when you're squatted up when the four of us are playing last night, when you load into the first person view where you're walking around the city and checking out your mechs and talking to people, you're never with a group. You're always by yourself. Interesting. So in Tarsus, you're in you're always in solo mode. And then when you go to any any whenever you leave Tarsus, you're always going to a, a server instance, and there's only four people there. So everybody else is villains except the people in your squad. And if you go public and jump into a dungeon, they'll load three other people in with you. So it's you know it's always public for dungeons, and there always has to be four players. But everybody else like there's no it's not like it's not like World of Warcraft where there's a thousand people running through a city and it's all just you know making your computer go crazy. Like every instance, it's either you by yourself or it's up to four other people or three other people. So it never feels like it's crowded. Yes, interesting. Which I think uh, is good. Yeah, because Destiny, some of those like the town hall areas where you go to like get weapons and stuff, and there'd be five hundred people running around. Like that shit was nuts. And I will say, uh, I know this is just a demo, but this is very indicative of what the final game will be. The the mission we went on a couple instances, like three or four, I can't remember, and then and then the dungeon. Which we didn't yep. get finished because it fucked up on us. Yeah, we got booted out of the dungeon like eighty percent of the way through. But which uh, those was really annoying. <laughs> those three or four instances that we did, the map variation was non-existent. It was the same map. We pretty much I I thought felt like we just ran through the same way just one time in reverse. Well, and then honestly, like the same really, areas. If you had listened to the story, you would know that is exactly what we did because it was part of the storyline. You go somewhere to look for somebody. You find a dead body and a piece of tech. You have to leave, go kill some people to learn how to work that piece of tech. So then you come back to the piece of tech and open it, and then that's where you learn something else. And they had <laughs> that had to be over three different instances. Yeah, I was like, come on, that's that should have been one little instance straight through. You go, oh, okay, let me go back. Oh, okay, I got it. Let's go back. Yeah, we got it. Now we're yeah, in through, there, and that's the there's end. There's definitely way too many load screens. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> yeah, especially when the load screens can fuck you over and make you restart the fucking game. So, yeah. Willie, you, were you the only person in your group having this kind of trouble, or was everyone in your no, group? Everyone? Okay. Yeah. No, everyone. We all did. He just ended up having more trouble than than the rest of us on average. So, I Willie, say, I'm, I'm not taking a shot here, but maybe some of that's because your internet's not as robust as theirs might be, because we do know you have connection issues because of that yeah. from time to time. I'm going to say my connection issue has no problems with video games at all. Uh, mostly, like, I mean, I don't have the best connections. Like, I don't have a T1, of course, 
But the only, I did have issues for like the first five minutes where I was like skating through. It wasn't I couldn't even fucking yeah. fly because I jump, I press the button to fly, and it'd be just like standing there, and all of a sudden I'll be like flying oh. into a mountain. And the like, thing was, what? that was what he was seeing on his screen, but on our screen, we were seeing him jump in the air and fly. But so what that, he was getting back from the server was taking too long. So yeah, it it a part of it was his internet connection because when I don't it was know just about the that. three of us, when it was just the three of us, we were having less load problems than when you joined in the full as the fourth. Oh, that's fair too. But which um, also that also could have been because we had a full a full squad, and they might have been having trouble with running a full squad as well. So okay. I don't want to hear that. Look at Mag back on the PS3 that ran two hundred and fifty six fucking people at once. I didn't build this shit. I'm just I saying don't. what it could have been. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, so there's no fucking excuse. Four people, really? Mm. Fuck you, EA. All right, so no, yes. but after those first five minutes, I had no problems. Smooth as shit. So yeah. I don't. Was the internet? That makes no sense. After it, like, it caught up. Yeah, I was just you, trying you, to troubleshoot and try and figure oh, no, out if there could be something we could attribute to. So Anthony sounds like he's a hard yes for playing this game. Willie, you've got it pre-ordered evidently to be able to have the VIP pass. Or no, I miss- okay, I no, gave him one of my friend okay. codes. Gotcha. So Willie, after playing this last weekend and potentially next weekend, what are your thoughts on it? Do you think you'll be picking up Anthem? I only played it last night. That's all I've got so far. Was that two, three, four hours? Maybe we played. I can't remember. I don't have enough information. Okay. As of right now, it's gonna be no, not day one at all. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, I need to play more. So, yeah, which you can play today, and you can play all next weekend. Yeah. So while I haven't played it yet, I fully intend to play next weekend. My plan is still not to buy at launch because I learned my lesson with Fallout seventy six with online <laughs> games like that. And maybe a few months down the road when they do the first price drop and we start to see the enhancements they start putting into the game, that's when I'll consider it. Yes, I love Bioware games, but I'm, I am I got burned by Mass Effect Andromeda, which was them, and then I got burned by Fallout 76, which wasn't them, but the same sort of game type. So I'm apprehensive, and my backlog is huge anyway, so I really don't have the oh time my. to pick up a bunch of other stuff. Oh. And I want to bring some one other thing up. Uh, item looting this game. I really do like the way they did it. Um, when this was brought up on one of the videos I watched, it sounded kind of weird. But you don't know what you pick up when you're in a mission or when you're in a stronghold. Uh, little like uh, basically floating diamonds land, and they're color coded to common, uncommon, rare, whatever. You grab them, and you get a little notification that says uncommon item, rare item. That's all it says. You don't know what you get until the end of the mission and you get the loadout expedition experience screen. So there's no chance of someone going into a dungeon, getting the rare item they want, and then dropping team because they have no way of knowing what the fuck they got until you finish the mission. So I like that because it, it stops that idea of, you know, one person joins a three-person squad to go into a stronghold. Oh, hey, I got my drop off the first boss. I'm gone. And then they bail and leave a team to fucking deal with a, din- a dungeon that's set for four people. So I like the fact that this kind of deals with that. And at the end of the mission, you get a list of all the items you picked up and you have the ability right then and there to salvage ones that you don't want. So like you can go through and just break all your grays into parts and then take all your greens and blues into the into Tarsus and look at them. Interesting. So I guess the takeaway here, if you're watching and or listening to this, is come back next weekend for some more thoughts on how Anthem is shaken out because these guys will have got more time to play and I'll have played for the first time next week and we'll be able to give you guys some more thoughts as to whether anthem should be something you guys pick up at launch or not well i can tell you right now my thoughts if you like destiny you're gonna fucking love anthem well and i mean there's a 25 gig vip download or it's not vip it just says demo download on the playstation store the xbox store right now and i'm guessing it's probably on steam because i know ea says it's available for pc i just don't know where it is they probably put it on their service of origin oh yeah it would be on origin so yeah so anybody has the ability to download it this week and it will go live next Friday. So anybody who wants to try before you buy, you can play next weekend for free if you can get in. <laughs> it will be available to the public. It'll just be a question of whether or not they fix the loading errors by then. <laughs> Wait and see. <laughs> Regardless, I'm interested in it. So we'll see what happens. But that being said, it is almost time for us to start wrapping up. But before we do, we like to remind folks that the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast is in fact part of a network of shows that you can find over at gungeek.com. We've got 20 plus different shows in the network covering a variety of topics, be them video games, tabletop gaming, specific television shows. We touch on all sorts of things. And as much as I would love to highlight all of those different shows and give you a little taste of them, I think we can only give you a taste of one show. So I have to ask, Willie, what show are we talking about this week? (sighs) 
I don't, I don't know if I feel like doing this right now, man. I'm so angry, upset about the cigarette thing. Do it. Just Fine, do it. I'll fucking do it. This week, you know, you know, let me just, I've been angry, so let me just tone it down. This week, I'm going to be talking about the Starling Tribune, a CW Network Arrow television show fan podcast. Episode 224, Season 7.5 Edition, Legends of Tomorrow, Witch Hunt. The Starling Tribune reporters, Stargate Pioneer, Michelle and Chris. Chris, who? Review the Legends of Tomorrow, Season 4, second episode, Witch Hunt. The reporters discuss if Constantine was justified in sending the fairy godmother to hell. Zari's fixing her future. Nate and his dad at the Time Bureau. Rate the magical creatures so far in the season. Review Gideon's skills. The trouble with finding current episodes on Amazon Prime. And how everyone feels about the new Suicide Squad coming to Arrow. Fairy Godmother to... Back to Mm. you, Chris. Yes, you Listen did. to you did read that right. Uh, One, that was a great episode. Two, I love who Nate's dad is. Yes, who's Nate? He is Nate uh, is Commander um, Steel. Commander Steel, yeah. And his dad is played by Biff from Back to the Future. Oh, okay, it's, it's and he's fun. fucking great on the show. So if you guys want to check out that show or any of the other shows in the network, head on over to gunnageek.com. Click on the network button at the top of the screen, and you can find all of those other shows. And also, if you have a geeky and or nerdy podcast and you're looking for a network, you can find directions on how to apply to join the Gun and Geek Network on that same page as well. We're always looking for some fresh blood. That being said, it is time for us to start wrapping up this week's show. And we always wrap up a show with a traditional segment called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date just what kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into so that maybe, just maybe, you'll want to check them out yourself. So, Anthony, kick us off. What have you been getting into? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Anthem. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, Wednesday night I did my uh, stream. I've switched uh, to Wednesday night, so I'm doing Ladies Night, Dead by Daylight every week over on Twitch. Um, Occasionally doing on the weekend or just random nights as well, but I'm doing Wednesday, 7 p.m. Mountain every week. I'm going to keep doing that because that's been really fun. And enjoying the heck out of like relearning how to play the game on the PC with uh, not having all the all, all the characters and unlocks and everything I bought on PS4. So it's like playing again from the beginning, which has been kind of fun. Um, week four sketch card is the last of the little killers. I got uh, Jason Voorhees here, all done up in grayscale. I'm still not sure. I'm almost. I'm not. I'm tempted to call it done because I'm not sure if I want to add colors or not because he does look really nice in grayscale, but. I'm not. I'm not sure yet. So he might be done, or I might, you know, color his jacket and his pants and do the the forest in the background. Add some actual color to it. I'm not positive, but that will be the last of the the little killers. So that set will be done. That'll be my week four sketch card. Um, I started. Um, I found a stack of books that I had read the first two and never got to the third and fourth one, and so it's been long enough. I decided to start rereading them. So I'm rereading The Rookie by Scott Sigler. Uh, people might know his name. He did a lot of podcasts of uh, horror and uh, science fiction uh, stories that he wrote and then later published them as books. But he did it like you know, kind of a do-it-yourself thing where he wrote a book and he couldn't find a publisher. So he just read it out loud as a podcast and ended up you know, garnering a really good uh, reputation and a lot of followers. People started buying his books on Audible and then he actually started putting stuff in print. Um, this one's really cool because it's got the sci-fi bent to it, but it's about the GFL which is the Galactic Football League, so 700 years in the future. It's a it's a crazy-ass league of football where the Kretorakians, which are kind of like bats, have taken over the universe. They beat the humans. They beat the key. They beat all the races that were in all these different wars. This one race just kicked all their asses. But to force unity between the races, they brought back football. And so on in the Galactic Football League, each team is made up of members of all the different races that were at the wars that were, like, killing each other. And it's, like, forced peace through sports. And it's really cool because it's, you know, 700 years in the future, so you have these crazy humans. Like, the main character, um, Quentin Barnes, is a quarterback who's 7 feet tall, 300 pounds, and he's an average-sized human from a mining colony now because it's, you know, in the future, and humans apparently got big while we were mining space rocks. Yeah, so I got the next three of those to read after I finish rereading the first one. And they're just, they're fun, you know, like uh, they're aimed, I think they're actually designed as uh, young adult books like the Harry Potter films. But it's just, you know, fun, crazy intergalactic space football with aliens. They're, they're enjoyable. And then, um, let's see, I have a seven-year-old's birthday to go to today, so that should be fun. My third youngest nephew, 
Ellis is having his birthday today, so I got to go find. I got I got a transformer here for him somewhere. I just got to find it. I can't remember where the hell I put it when I packed. <laughs> so there's a Scorponok in the house somewhere. I just got to find it so I can take it to him. But yeah, we're going to one of those uh, like old school classic arcade places. So taking a sack of quarters, going to go hang out with my nephews, see my buddy Marvin who's in town for the week or the weekend. And then, yeah, probably come home, play a little more Anthem. And then uh, get ready for next week for the the open open demo for everybody. And then yeah, I'll be doing Wednesday night Dead by Daylight again. And then just stupid working that they always have to make me do so I can keep paying the bills. That's it. That's fair. Uh, I'm trying to think what I got into. I've been playing a little bit of Diablo on my Switch and Tales of Vesperia. Uh, the Good Place finale was on this week. It was really good. Uh, I'm going to miss the Good Place until it comes back again in probably August. But yeah, if you guys aren't watching The Good Place, you should go check it out. It has one of the best twists ever in the season one finale. And if you said you saw it coming, you're probably a liar or you've been spoiled. One of the two. I've, I've been spoiled because I watched the pilot and I think the second episode, but then I fell off and hadn't gone back. But I saw online what the twist is at the end of season one. And that is a good, really good twist. Holy mother forking shirt balls is what a lot of people <laughs> said. With that one. I, I love the fake cursing on that show. They do a really good job on it. It's well done. The The cast is incredible in that show. Ted Danson kills it week in and week out, and everyone else is also phenomenal. They were on Conan this week, and I guess uh, Conan relaunched his show. I watched the first two episodes, the first one, because it's Tom Hanks, so why not? And the second one was the cast in a good place. And Conan is now a 30-minute show where he does like his intro and then talks with someone as an interview, and that's all the show is anymore. And I guess like all of the digital oh, wow. shorts and stuff are going to be on his YouTube channel or done as specials on TBS now. So it's hmm. interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes going forward. God, I didn't get into much else. Uh, it's been kind of quiet. So uh, that's all I've been getting into. Hey, Willie, what have you been getting into besides not your cigarettes? <laughs> oh, he gave you a dirty look. He gave you a dirty look. Chris, my moment of clarity. I was all nice and peaceful after reading <laughs> that, that, that promo. And, and now my moment of clarity is gone. How's that Nick Fick handling you, turd? Here, you piece of shit. You can go back and play your division or your 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 your, your, your uh, destiny light, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Your anthem, where you got your limited. Fl- oh, I can fly for ten seconds, and I gotta just sit back down. Oh no! I call it fantasy Iron Man. Well, I've been getting into fantasy Iron Man. <laughs> I wish it was fantasy Iron Man, but I digress. Need to play more. That's neither here nor there. What I've been getting into. Is getting fucked over by the Mighty Sheets Corporation. They can suck my dick. But no, but for, for real, I, I got. They have a place called Sheets that they won't remember. That that's what you know racists wear. What or sheets? No, it's sheets with a Z. <laughs> it's with a Z. Or oh, if you're British, you a Z. A Z. Hey, fuck off, <laughs> piece of shit. Get you, you fucking commie bastard. No, that's not supposed to make sense before you even say anything. Well, what I've been getting into is, uh, <laughs> uh, I did get some more movies this week. Uh, I got uh, uh, Isle of Dogs, which I was really curious about, and it was a good movie. I saw that one. It was a good movie. Uh, I got The Predator because Best Buy sent me a little thing saying, hey, we're selling these brand new Blu-rays for 10 bucks." I was like, oh, okay. So I got, so I think it's it's still going on this whole week till Tuesday. So if you go to Best Buy today or tomorrow, you can get the the new Predator for 10 bucks on Blu-ray. It wasn't bad. I rented yeah. it. I enjoyed it. Yes, I think it's worth ten bucks at least. Yeah. Although they could have got away with that fucking kid shit. I don't need a fucking kid in my Predator movie. Get that fucking <laughs> shit out of there. Would have been a lot better without it. Uh, I got another one. I, I don't even remember ever hearing about until I saw it at Best Buy. I was like, okay, this looks like something. Uh, Ken, K I N. I don't know oh, anything yeah, the, about it. It's a kid that finds a space gun. I don't want to know anything about it. I want to go in blind, which is too late now. Well, too bad. It's about a kid and I space got game. something else. What the fuck did I get? Uh, yeah, I don't think it fucking matters. Oh, wait. I can just check right here. I forgot all about that. Hold the fuck up. Chris, I see you rushing me, you piece of shit. You better calm down. How did I rush you? I'm fuck just you. sitting here. What the hell? I think he's trying too hard to be cranky at me now. Apparently. And Skyscraper, because it was also just 10 bucks. I was like... That movie was pretty good for ten bucks. I can tell. Oh, from what, from what I heard, you might have overpaid on that one. Yeah, you might have. No, I saw it in theaters. <laughs> it was not bad. You think it's worth ten bucks? Do you love Die Hard? Yeah, that's why I Do rewatch Die Hard Rock? every year. 
Do you yeah. love The Rock? Then what's their problem? I love Nightmare on Elm Street too, but I don't want to see The Rock in it. Wait, wait. Do you say a Nightmare on Elm Street two, or do you mean also both? <laughs> I love all the nightmares. Well, no one, no one likes Nightmare on Elm Street two. AKA, oh bullshit! That's AKA the biggest the, horror film of all time. There are plenty of people that love it. AKA the gay agenda is real, <laughs> and brought to you by Freddy Krueger. <laughs> that movie is so good. Am I wrong? Is that not the perfect way of explaining that? That's pretty close to it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh. Yeah, other than that, man, I don't fuck. Oh, I played some uh, DC deck building with a uh, my friend Katie That's Friday night. That's a great night. game. Yeah, it yeah, is. I, I do have an expansion. I got the Teen Titans expansion. Is that what it's called? Nice. I think it's the second or third one. I uh, they some of the mechanics in that one they change. I don't know if I like. I've only played them separately. I never added them all together. Mm. So like you know, so I've I've only got that one expansion in the base game, which I got. Those are good years though. apart. Cryptozoic did a damn good job designing those games. Some of the mechanics... I think the first time I played the uh, Teen Titan one, I think I, I broke a mechanic. Like, I felt like I broke it. Like, I was like, I don't even understand how this mechanic works. Oh, shit, did I just break it? Without even knowing how it fully works? Hmm. That could be problematic. Yeah, thank you, Beast Boy, apparently. I remember it had something to do with Beast Boy. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but it was something with him. A little green weirdo. He's always problematic. <laughs> yeah, and I can't wait to see Ken, because that looks like it's going to be a good... I don't know... Because it reminds, it has like a similar feel to probably, well, probably not as dark as that movie that's coming out, *Brightburn*. Have you seen that one? Oh, I'm so excited for that one. Yeah, it looks like evil little Superman. It's basically that's what Horror. it is. That's yeah, what it looks like. it's and, yeah, it's uh, uh, James Gunn produced, but he didn't write direct it. Yeah, it's, he, he James produced Gunn it. Gunn is producing it. Oh yeah, that's right, because they had it all over the fucking trailer. Yeah, James Gunn. But yeah, it's oh. a, a, a an alien baby lands on a farmhouse. For like a kindly couple like the the Kents to take care of, but by the time the kid's like eight or nine, you find out he's not the good Clark Kent type person. He's an evil little shit, and he has superpowers. I don't know if he's evil <laughs> or if there's just something going on with him, like like hormones. Or I don't something. know. He's an alien or something, right? I don't know. We don't From know. The trailer, trailer, it looks like he's evil. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It looks like something sets him off though. So I don't know. I need to it see the movie. Good. It looks good. It looks interesting. I can't wait. I think they showed a little too much in the trailer, but that's just me. I wish I didn't see his full whatever. If you don't know, don't even look anymore into it. Just say, uh, just yeah, just maybe look twenty seconds of this trailer and say yeah, I'm good. Cut it off and go check it out. And I'm going to do. I'm, that's why I don't want to know anything about Ken because I I started to love just going to movies blind like I've done with Bad Times at El Royale. I saw the trailer a long time ago. The trailer didn't give anything away. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Um. So yeah. Uh. That's what I've been getting in. Oh, nice. So Willie, I'm glad. Oh, you got- wait! I forgot. <laughs> yes, interrupting you. I uh, did some pub trivia Monday last Monday. It's hostess we- interruptus. We were in first fucking place after two or three rounds. I can't remember. Whir. I heard a whir. Yeah, then the sports round fucking came up, and none no, no, of us knew what the fuck anything about. Oh, so, so Willie, this is a bad time to point out that I played trivia this week, and my team took first place. Oh, damn. Chris knows about the sports ball, and you don't. Chris? It was geek trivia night. So. Next time we meet, I'm going to promise you, I'm going to take no pleasure in this, because... You're also not going to do it. Whatever you say. Oh, now, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. You're I'm not going to do get it. Get behind you. I'm going to uh. lick my finger. Uh. And it's going right up your pee hole. <laughs> what the <No>. shit? <laughs> and why is he doing it from behind? Why, if he's going yeah. in the pee hole. The whole reach around piss hole test down. That's not a thing. It's not ever. my fault you guys suck at team trivia. No, 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 no. Chris's no, 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 fault no, no, you don't no, know no, sports no, ball. I kill. I blame my team. I'm just gonna say because oh, I, oh, I blame on others. I oh they know oh they 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 know don't don't it's not it's not they know they they helped out with the the, the music round the last round it was 90s music but it was it was some weird 90s music where you're like oh shit it is that song but I can't remember the the name of the band or the singer it was kind of like that but the movies I killed it <laughs> the second one comic book characters I killed it. Yeah, they know. They know. Like this is the second time I went to these uh, trivia with these uh, same people, and we had more people the first time. But they were like, it was mostly me up there just giving answers. Hey, mostly. Out well. They did help. Not gonna lie, there were some things like, oh, thank you. Sailor Paul uh, said, "Ken is about a boy that gets bitten by a radioactive unicorn and gets unicorn-based superpowers." You son of a <laughs> bitch! I'm trying to go into it blind. 
<laughs> but Too bad. We're going to ruin it for you. Our team name was probably better than yours, Chris. What was your team name, Chris? Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, we had a better Ooh. one. Ours was Willie and the Tasty Tanks. Mm. Uh, that's not better. And it's funnier because the guy, the, the guy hosting it has to say it in his mic. Definitely not better. Actually, it is best, better. The best team name was one that was not there this week, but is there's no Shepherd without Vicarian. And if you're a Mass Effect fan, you know the, why that's awesome. There's Shepherd without the what? There's no Shepherd without Vicarian. Vicarian. Mm. That's Garrus, Garrus's last name. Oh. Shepherd and Vicarian. Uh, so I'm guessing this is Fem, Femship. It could be Maleship. They're just bros. That's man. true. I forgot about that. They're just bros. And you also fuck the alien too? You can fuck Tally if you're Maleship, but that's neither here nor there. Wait, that's all you get the fuck in the third one? Well, no. I mean, pretty much any of the female characters can you, are. Can I you think. not? Th- I thought you could fuck male, too. Uh, there's only one male character that male ship can get with in Mass Effect 3, if I recall correctly. And I'm guessing that's the person from the very beginning, if you chose for uh, them to live. It's uh, Cortez, the shuttle pilot. Wait, shuttle pilot? Is that? I thought it was Joker. No, no. Joker flies the ship. There's a shuttle pilot in Mass Effect 3 that joins the crew by uh, Steve Why Cortez. Why can't everyone just fucking fly the goddamn shuttle? Because they're a not pilot? all a leaf on the wind. Oh, where's my glass bottle? I want to throw down again. God damn it! So <laughs> while Willie is raging and uh, letting us know how he feels about things, it is a good time to say thank you, everyone, for joining us this week for this episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. If you've just happened upon it for the first time, we do record this thing live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over on Geeks.Live. That is an actual URL. It is the streaming home of the Gunna Geek Network. So please head on over there. You can find a ton more of their live content to watch. Uh, before we shut this thing down, you guys have any final thoughts for us as we wrap up another Sunday show? I did finish my first disc of the Avatar. I started watching through the box set that I won on Twitter. And I've gotten over the fact that he's got the I'm with stupid arrow in his head. And that show is really fun. It's Thank you. So you've never seen it before? No, I've never seen it. So I've been enjoying it. I'm, I'm uh, what? Eight episodes on the first disc, so I'm on episode nine or ten. Oh, you're gonna yeah, enjoy so it. It's about great. a third, about a third of the way through the first season, and yeah, I love finding out. I didn't realize that uh, Donnie Brasco, fucking Rufio, is the bad guy. That kid's got a great fucking voice. He's fantastic on this show. And I want to end on this. Uh, thank you, Sailor Poland. I might use this tomorrow night at Monday Pub Trivia. The new name of the One-Eyed Wonder Weasels, or as he got it from Carl from Octane Heart Force. Fuck all y'all. I'm out of here. Suck a dick. (laughs) Oh, you got a mic drop. He literally did drop his microphone, everyone. So thank you for joining us. We're sorry that Willie's so enraged. Hopefully he can go get his smokes and join us next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek Radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.